0: Hey, it's JJ. As always, thanks for listening to the podcast. In a moment, we'll get to our conversation with my friend and former teammate, Jamal Crawford. Very briefly, and this is obvious, but it can't be said enough, Black Lives Matter. There needs to be justice for Breonna Taylor and George Floyd and the many, many other black victims of police brutality. There needs to be justice for Ahmaud Arbery. I speak for my co-host, Tommy Alter, on this as well. We want to be allies and advocates. We want to listen. We want to help, however we can. I recognize I have a platform as an athlete and as a podcast host. I will use that platform better. And now let's get to our conversation with Jamal Crawford, one of the most intelligent, thoughtful, and realist people I know. Like to welcome in uh, our guest, my good friend, former teammate Jamal Crawford. Jamal, how are you holding up, man?
1: Good, good. It's uh, considering, obviously, it's been different challenges, obviously, with the with the pandemic and uh, now everything we're dealing with right now. So, considering those things, I'm I'm doing all right. Family's safe and things. So, just trying to take it one day at a time.
0: Tell me what your emotions were the first time that you saw uh, the video of George Floyd being murdered.
1: <sighs> to be honest with you it it, it it broke my heart on so many levels like it, it was just like he, he was begging for his mom who's dead by the way who passed on and he's begging for his mom and he, he said it he's begging for his kids you know he, he urinated on himself like I've, I, I don't know how to swim well right so there's been one time in my life where I almost drowned when I was a kid and for those 3 4 seconds where you're just gasping for air you're just gasping for help for somebody to save you right i did it for 3 seconds and it, it it traumatized me for life i'm still thinking about it he couldn't breathe for 9 minutes right like in the guy's face the officer's face where he has his knee on his on his neck and he's like kind of smirking his hands are in his pockets like It was a modern day lynching. And I think that's why you're seeing everything because other people, things have happened over the years. And, you know, we've been outraged, but I don't think we've seen a modern day lynching, like where there's camera phones there. Think about the Rodney King thing. Right. So when that happened, there was a camera there and there were riots in L.A. And he didn't die like he got his ass beat. Right. He really got his ass beat and it was wrong on every level, but he didn't die in there was riots then like we actually watched somebody get killed in front of our eyes. Like we saw like somebody lose their life. And it just, it just broke my heart. I
0: mean, this isn't, this isn't obviously the first time that this has happened. Right. And if you, I, I, this has been said on social media a ton this week. You know, if you look back over the last, you know, 50, 60 years since the civil rights movement, these things have happened. Police brutality, police killing black people. It's happened. The difference is now we all have cell phones and, and we're, we're seeing it now. Uh, and it's disgusting and it's disgusting. Um, I I'm wondering with your kids, obviously, uh, mine are super young and they're white. And so their perspective is is very different. What, what are you, what are those conversations like with your kids right now?
1: The the questions they had were were the news was on, and me and my wife were trying to navigate that, right? Because there's no playbook on how to to kind of tell them exactly what's going on and how to kind of navigate that. Because they just see people as people. They have friends in school of of every color, white, black, you know, Latinos. Like they have friends of every race. So it's like, what's going on? Why are these people upset? Why are the police doing this? And so we try to tell them that not all police, but there are some people in general who don't see people with color as equals and it's just an issue and she's like we're all police bad i'm like not at all you know i mean are all people bad i'm like not at all it's just certain individuals who you know kind of look at people like that like they're less than them or they're less than and i just want them to know they're not less than anybody we're all we all you know bleed the same way we're all human we all have the human side to us so we kind of try to break it down as simple as possible for them like that. We don't get too deep into it. They do know that George Floyd obviously died and got killed. Um, but we have to let them know that all police aren't bad. It's just, you know, certain individuals out there sometimes uh, who, you know, make bad, bad decisions because, you know, they see blacks as, as less than them.
0: Is that is that conversation different with your oldest? Oh, Absolutely. Yeah. yeah like it's a more mature conversation for, oh, sure. for how, sure. How old yeah. is, is Eric now?
1: Eric's 21.
0: Twenty
2: one.
1: So, okay. Eric's 21. He's grown, right? And then you have JJ, who's nine. And then you have London. When I said that conversation, I'm thinking of the younger one. So JJ's nine and I can still have even a more mature conversation with him than the seven and four-year-old, right? Because they're like, you know, they're just trying to grasp this whole thing. But JJ and Eric, Eric's like outraged, right? Because, I mean, that could be him. That could be me. Funny. Well, not a funny story. Story kind of on topic is one of my friends works in the league he's jewish and i've known him forever and he texted me when this first started and he was like i used to always wonder why when we got pulled over for whatever reason you would ask the officer like hey is it okay if i reach and get my wallet he said i've never even thought about that right like i've never even thought about that i'm like yeah i'm like because for me and my wife she'll tell you when i'm in a car driving, I see a police officer in the area, I get nervous. I get really, really nervous. She's like, you're driving like you have, you know, drugs in the car, you're selling. I'm like, that's how I feel. I feel so nervous because I don't know what can happen based on who's pulling me over or what that person's beliefs are or whatever. You know what I mean? So I always get nervous. It's not like I'm just getting a ticket and and that's it. Right. It's like anything can happen. And now it's being filmed and things are still happening. Like it's just I saw an image uh, earlier where a guy had a police officer had a gun. And this guy was protesting peacefully. He had a son on his shoulders and there's a gun pointed right at him. Like it's, it's, it's It's crazy photo. Yeah. You seen that one
2: time? Yeah. It's a crazy, it's a crazy photo. It's going to be on, it's going to be on magazine covers and books and everything like, everything like that. Jamal, how do you, how do you think, you know, JJ and I have talked about this a little bit and I've talked about this with some of the people at the protests that I've been to in LA. Uh, for, for white people right now, in my opinion, the most important thing that white people can do is just listen and support and almost just sort of take a step back and and listen to activists and also just listen to people of color sort of share their experiences. If you were in like the locker room right now, you know, how would you, you've always sort of been a, a, the vet leader, a guy that that sort of the younger guys look to. What's, what's sort of like your message to like the younger generation, white and black?
1: To learn the history. You know what I mean? Like people are seeing and and people are seeing the the result, right? They're seeing the reaction to what happened to George Floyd. But that's been happening for so long. Like blacks have been fighting different things for hundreds of years, like even before I was born, right? So it's like now you're seeing all that frustration and all that venom and all that like come out at this time period. George Floyd has been happening all over. You know what I mean? And I I would just say just learn kind of the history to educate you know because not all white people are bad and not all black people are bad it's not a black versus white thing it's like a everybody versus racism thing and just to be seen as an equal you know what i mean like with jj i never looked at him like all oh, this white guy and he never looked at me like this black guy, that's my teammate that's my brother like it was that's all it was i think people just need to view it like that and and look at it like if it happened to you if george floyd was a white guy and that officer was a black guy and that black officer had his knee on his neck for nine minutes, how would you feel? Right. So it's just about putting kind of putting yourself in somebody else's shoes before actually judging the reaction of what's happening.
0: That that comes down to empathy, which some people are are lacking. Um, and some people especially in leadership right now are lacking. We're gonna get to that in a second. Uh I wanted to ask you all though, and, and Tom, you can chime in on this question too. Um, obviously, global pandemic and COVID-19. Has a, a good deal to uh, to do with the outrage, the, the 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 visceral reaction, sort of the the protests and the rioting. It, it, it's it's probably a factor. But what is different about George Floyd? And you kind of alluded to it with us just watching him yeah. be murdered. But what is different about this that has caused this reaction?
1: Just looking back, like, don't forget um, the Ahmad situation just happened. Right? Sure. Like that, it was fresh off of that. Breonna Taylor. It like, yeah, yeah. It, like these these incidents all just are these lynchings really just all just happened like back to back to back over a short time period. So, like you said, it's been happening before, but I think that was like the straw that broke the camel's back from the standpoint. Like, hey, think about this: the officer wasn't even arrested when this yeah. happened. It took social media to put pressure on people who put pressure on people, who put pressure on people, who finally said, okay, we'll arrest this guy. Like, and then the other three officers, have they been booked yet?
2: Nope. No. No. It took them three days to arrest Derek Chauvin, the one who did it. They had to burn down the police station in Minneapolis.
1: To get for a, this just, t- to get, just to get an arrest. Yeah. Like, just to get an arrest. And then the fact that they were whooping Mr. Floyd's ass before that. There's other videos that's come out. They were whooping his ass in the car before that. Like, and then Chauvin, they knew each other, like they had done, I think I saw security or something at a club or something for the last like 10 years. So they knew each other. He knew exactly what he was doing when he was killing him. You can't put your knee on anybody's neck and not think they're gonna continue to breathe. Like that's just like, come on. And the officers telling people to get away and back up and nobody stopped it. I saw another video, Tom, I don't know if you've seen it. There's another officer who put their knee on somebody's neck and the other officer on the ground got him off of real quick, like, almost like- Recently, yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, I think it was in I, Philadelphia. It was a couple of days ago. If
1: that if any one of those four officers does that, or any one of the other three does that, we're not even here talking about this. Right? Like, so it's just, it's just, it's mind blowing. It's amazing, actually.
2: Well, I do think to one, I want to get your take on this, both of your takes on this, but I do think one thing over the last few days, I mean, this is really it's really escalated nationally, even in the last 48 hours. But to that, but to that point, Jamal. You know, like we're seeing videos all over the place of both officers escalating and then also de-escalating. And so, you know, there's the example of the, the in Flint, Michigan, for example, or in Camden, New Jersey, where the officers de-escalated the situation and they marched with the protesters and they emphasized, to to JJ's point about empathy. They empathized with the anger and they and they just said like We're going to join you." versus in New York, for example, where there's videos of officers driving over protesters or or sticking their knees on their neck. And so it is is it it is sort of a, a case-by-case basis. The one other thing I wanted to, to add in, you know, is obviously with with COVID, it's been 100,000 Americans who've died in the last two and a half months, which is just an insane number. Um, and that's been disproportionately affected Black and brown people.
0: For sure. Because
2: of systemic issues, you know, and so this is, talk about a straw that breaks the camel's back. There's all kinds of issues with the police and the criminal justice system, but this has all been, I I think at least everything is connected.
1: It definitely has to be connected. And and just the fact, like, like you said, COVID affects black Americans more than anybody else, right? So us knowing that and still going out protesting right there on the front line, like that's how passionate we are about what happened to George Floyd, what happened to Breonna, what happened to Ahmad, like, And everybody else that we're not naming, because think about these ones were captured on camera, or some of them were on camera. What about all the ones that weren't captured? They got away with that. We were like, "There's no way." And and like, we see a a court deposition. We're like, "There's no way this could have went like this," or "There's no way this cop just did this." Like, how many other lynchings, murders, bad things happen to people that are not being reported or or over time because there wasn't a camera there?
0: To your point, Jamal, about the camera, Ahmad Arbery's. Was not a national story. This happened so long ago. But in
2: February. It happened yeah. in February. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. for
0: months, the local community was trying to get these guys charged. And the only reason that the tape was released is because they had met with the defense attorney and he had collected everything. And there was all these rumors going around in the community. So he released the tape.